Welcome to Eclipsed, what is usually a Heroes podcast, but is this time once again an American Horror Story related podcast. My name is Keisha. And I'm Rachel. And this week we are doing our third in our series of Spooky Season special episodes devoted to American Horror Story. This week we are tackling the brand new (laughs) anthology. Yes, that's right. An anthology show needs an anthology show called American Horror Stories. (laughs) Yep. Because Ryan was like, why do they need that? I thought thought they were an anthology story. I'm like, yeah, but now it's like, you know, each episode's different. (laughs) They wanted it to be shorter. Yeah, which has its uh, pros and cons for sure. Um, Mm -hmm. They've they've done some cool stuff with the format. I hope that they continue to get to do cool stuff with the format. But um, yeah, so uh, just a little background, I guess. Um, When did they greenlight this? It was like a couple years ago now, right? Because of COVID? It was probably like 2019, maybe like late 2018. Yeah, so um, they just keep cranking out more American Horror Story, and um, a couple years back, they made a deal with um, FX um, to do, and as I said, an anthology version. So it's like, you know how every season is mostly the same cast, but they tell a different story, and it's different characters in different setting. Um, well, this time it would be like like a Twilight Zone style thing, or like, I guess, a Black Mirror, if you will. Where each episode is its own, mostly, mostly each episode is self-contained and um, tells a different story every week, which honestly was kind of exciting because a lot of the stuff that is um, a big downfall for the main, uh, the main show could be rectified with that change in format. So mm-hmm. That being said, there are seven episodes and three have to do with Murder House, so... <laughs> Fuck my actual life, man. Like, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the con. <laughs> yeah. What a waste. All right. Even though I believe you said Murder House was your second favorite season when we did that Yeah, but episode. I... I I always understood that going back there would have been dumb. (laughs) (laughs) And the way they've done it in the past is acceptable, but, you know, like in Apocalypse. Mm -hmm. But, Mm -hmm. God, it's not needed. And I feel like a lot of Rubber Woman is kind of a middle finger to the people who wanted to go back. (laughs) Oh, a hundred percent it is. So, um, yeah. (laughs) It's very much stop asking us to go back to Murder House. (laughs) This is what it looks like. You're never getting these people again. Like, yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, man. Very that. And yet, well, we'll get to that when we get to the last episode, so. (laughs) I, which I really don't much care for. Um, yeah, so. Because it's confusing, but okay. Um, so how do we want to, do you want to start? Do you want me to start? How are we, how are we, who's talking about which episode doing what? We'll just, we'll go through, we'll do, um, because I think Rubber Woman should we talk mm-hmm. about the two different parts? Because I have two different feelings about the two different parts. Well, so. yeah, exactly. Yes. All right. I guess um, I'll start, I guess. Sure. That's what um, I was saying. I was like, do you want to start? Do you want me to start? Let me see how that would work. That's perfect. Because I think, yeah, because then I'll get ball. So go ahead. All right. Um, <laughs> I get the one I want to talk about anyway. Exactly. So <laughs> it works out. So I'll start with Rubber Woman part one. You sneaky little so-and-so. No. <laughs> So, in Rubber Woman Part 1, like we've been talking about, they go back to the murder house. We get a new Mm -hmm. fresh family there. We get a pair of gay fathers and their daughter. I believe she's like a 16-year-old or whatever. She, 
Um, yeah, because uh, you kept yelling throughout about how old she was. Yes, yes, yes. She's 16! She's 16, yeah. Um. She's a teenager on television. It's fine. Well, like, we'll get to that in a minute. Um, no, I know, but it's just the whole, like, thing where it's like, no, it's really not, but it's the whole, like, Riverdale Vampire Diary CW thing where it's like, oh, these people are young. So, yeah. So we get to... They're moving into the murder house because they want to turn it into, like, a spooky bread and breakfast. Wow. Bed and breakfast. Even though they don't really believe in ghosts. It's, you know, the whole thing. Like, oh, there's no ghosts here, etc., etc. Uh, turns out that the daughter, Scarlet, she is big into sadomasochism. And she gets, you know, grounded for it. But she's also got a crush on this girl at school. So she sneaks out because she's like, ooh, I gotta go, you know. Hang out with this girl from school. Turns out, like, the girl from school that was kind of flirting with her ends up all being a prank. And, um, she pulls some revenge on them and kills them in the murder house. So, guess who gets to be there forever? (laughs) That's, like, my really short summary of the episode. It's just a really good anti-bullying PSA, honestly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Especially in this day and age, in current year, to try to do that, you know, with someone who's queer. Like... Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. What kind of what kind of '90s ass bully is that? But yeah, because um. they were like live streaming the thing or whatever of her confessing, like, oh yeah, I uh-huh. hurt people. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah, that's that's the other thing is like Scarlet Scarlet's uh, gay. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah. Um. Not much to. I mean, I don't know. It's like. I love how, how, how you're like, oh, it's a fresh family. I'm like, is it? Are you sure it's not just the same, like, dysfunctional fucking couple over and over again? <laughs> like, but they're, you know, we're following a gay couple this time. And it's like, are you trying to, like, I don't know, have some sort of better version of how you've treated that in the past? But then, no. <laughs> not ultimately. Well, we see... <laughs> We see more of their dysfunction in the second part. We do. Where this is mostly focuses on Scarlet. I just want Matt Bomber to be on a decent season of American Horror Story besides Hotel. Is it too much to ask? Like, he he might show up again at some point. I mean, if he did this... Yeah, I guess. This is also, mm-hmm. I guess, a door for people that don't want a full commitment of a season. Yeah. So maybe we I could mean, see, like, yeah. Quinto on an episode of Stories. I just... I just, who do I have to, like, like, ritually sacrifice for that to happen? Why won't, why won't he come home? <laughs> like, why is he the worst? <laughs> well, so, since you mentioned Bomer, let's talk about some of the other actors in these, this episode. Yeah, let's. Uh, Scarlet was played by Sarah McCormick. Mm-hmm. I, I liked her in the episode she was in. I, I like her character. I just wish she could have been in a different story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm so tired of Murder House um, at this point. Like, the way that it's being treated now. Um, yeah, she's she's great. She I think, okay, people hate her on the internet, but I think she's great, um, the character. And uh, the actress is in um, this really cool little movie that's on Amazon Prime called The Vast of Night, mm-hmm. which I highly recommend people find, because you will go, that is not the same person. And I will go, yes, it is. <laughs> she's a very, very good actress. Mm-mm. You mentioned Matt Bomer was one of the fathers. Mm-hmm. The other father is played by Gavin Creel. Mm-hmm. 
and uh, you know they were both fine you know yeah yeah well they don't get much to do so i mean other than like the usual like paint by numbers you know bullshit but yeah yeah they're fine the other big name in the episode was maya's crush who was played by paris jackson and i thought she did a good job in her in all the episodes she was in She's a better actress than the one we're going to spend a lot of time with in the next episode. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sorry about it. <clears throat> I do have to agree with the internet on that point. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, she's pretty. <laughs> like, but, yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> of course she's pretty. Look oh. who her fucking mom is. Anyways, um, yeah. Yeah, well, Keisha mentioned, like, why I was, like... She's 16. I feel like in Rubber Woman Part 1, they, like, over-sexualize Scarlet to, like, an uncomfy degree. Oh, they really do. And it is not as bad in Part 2, and, like, the and like the third part that it's in is, like, doesn't matter because she's a lot older in that part. But Well, I have to say, though, it is genuinely interesting to see them tell a story of this, like queer young woman who's very open about her desires in that way Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. yeah obviously she takes it too far but that's not a story you ever see especially just that type of like you know i guess interest for her to have um so i thought that was kind of interesting like the minute that they revealed that i was like oh that's that's kind of that's different you don't see that so Mm mm-hmm mm-hmm but then it goes. It all goes back to she's sixteen. <laughs> if they if they had been like, oh, you know, she's like eighteen, and then like I would have been like, okay, maybe I can like avert my eyes a little bit, you know, and be like, <laughs> but it's like, no, she's like freaking sixteen years old. Yeah, can we she's not? a junior in high school or a non junior. She's a sophomore. <laughs> like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Maybe a junior, but yeah. I don't remember if during the episode, like, I think Scarlet saw Rubber Man during the episode or saw like some of the spirits in the episode yeah she saw um well it's the it's the same bargain basement uh spirits that we always get it's like um the nurse there's always the nurse Mm -hmm. um it's uh she saw the uh they see the pig man in the first or the second episode is it the second episode uh second episode i believe Uh, okay well still easy ones because you don't have to recast anyone you know um Mm -hmm. The, the nurse might be played by the same woman. I don't know. Oh. Um, <laughs> we didn't mention the psychiatrist at all because they brought in a psychiatrist, a therapist for her. And <laughs> yeah, the house, like, happens. kills her. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Surprising no one. Yep. Do we, do we, do we see, like, fully what she does to, like, um, get revenge on... Uh, no, I just said she killed them, but... You can... Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's like it's like her and her friends. They're like trapped there, so they're part of it now. Which that house is getting fucking crowded. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which, um, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what I was gonna say before the cat was sad. Um, the therapist they bring in is played by Marin Dungy. Yes. Um, mm-hmm. who was on Alias and mm-hmm. recently Lucifer. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kitty ear. It's fine. It's fine. Maybe she'll show She's up gonna... on a season. At some point. Yeah, she totally could. Like, she was she was pretty good. Um, it's just, it's, you know, it's it's a thankless role, right? It's just like the, oh, the fucking new therapist in town on in the murder house. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> she shows up again in the next just episode. Just exhausted with it. Yeah. Do you want me to talk about the second one, then? Is that how we're doing it? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Give okay. us a little rundown of Rubber Woman Part 2. Okay, so yeah, if that like wasn't enough, it's a two-part episode, which, okay, um, kind of feels like you're wasting an anthology there, but sure. So um, Scarlet ends up forming a relationship with one of the ghosts in the house, whose name is Ruby, um, who like, oh God. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't want to be, I'm not going to be as mean as the internet is being about her, but I will say that, you know, acting, she has a way to go, um, but she's really pretty. So that's fine. Right. She's, um, she's Cindy Crawford's kid. Her name's Kaya Gerber. Um, and she looks like her mom. Mm -hmm. So she's got that going for her, but, uh, she, oh God, her character is like, her character's so try hard. I actually kind of cringe whenever she does her like little like knife thing or whatever. I'm just like, oh god, like, ooh, I'm such a badass. I'm so damaged and sad. Um, which yeah, she is damaged, and um, they go into that because yeah, her and Scarlet like straight up like form a relationship, and we find out that Ruby, before she died, she intentionally snuck into the murder house to to kill herself, and um. She had, like, a really awful, awful life before that. So it's like, yeah, you don't really much blame her for wanting to have, like, a cool ghost life instead of what she had. Because, like, she ended up with some, like, dude, right? They said it was her uncle, but it wasn't. Mm -hmm. Gross. Um, fucking nasty. Yeah, like, she basically, like, her parents basically just, like, gave her to, like, a guy. Yeah, she thought uh, they were dead. Like, she died and had to go live with her uncle. Uh huh. So you can just sort of imagine what happens there. Um, nothing good. So, yeah, she she snuck off and she went to the murder house and she killed herself. So now she's a ghost now. So while all that's happening, um, we see um, we see Scarlet's like parents like fall apart <laughs> in the old usual ways. Um, when uh, one of them fucks around with this uh, contractor who comes in. Um, how do you say his last name? I've never heard it. And I've always said it funny, I think. I think I've said it wrong all these years, but I don't know. I have no um, idea. Yeah. Um, Tevit? It's um, Tevit? I don't, think, I don't think that even works. I have no idea. Yeah, right? I think it's, I don't know. But um, he's a he's a Broadway actor. He um, was on a USA show called Graceland for a long time. Um, yeah. So he's, he's, you know, his is his first like American Horror Story sort of thing. And so, yeah, it's it's the old, like, oh, the the parents are falling apart, so one of them's going to fuck around, and something bad's going to happen. Like, this is this is the episode, really, where it's like, okay, oh my god, it's just the same shit over and over again. Um, which, does he show up in the first episode or the second episode? Mm, the, is second, it the second episode? The second, yep. No, 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 um, the person who I'm about to talk about. Oh, okay. Um, we see Ben Harmon again. Yeah, he's not in the first episode. No. He's in the second episode. Okay. Is he? he I, don't, I don't even think he shows he? up. He doesn't show up until the end, dude. He's not in this episode. He's, he's in Game Over? Yeah. He's only mentioned in here because the therapist oh. is still there because she's haunting the place. And she's all right. like, I'm working with the and other therapist. And she's like, that other guy sucks. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. They mention, like, Ben Harmon off screen. So mm-hmm. you just forget all the things I said. I didn't say nothing. Anyway. So... Yeah, it's uh, it's the contractor that he's fucking around with, so obviously they're doing work on the house. 
And they find the bodies of the bully, Maya, and her friends behind a brick wall, which, you know, you really got to admire Scarlet's can-do attitude. <laughs> just like, you know, just trying to get rid of those bodies. But also it's like, dude, your, your, your dads are flipping this house. They're going to get found. Like, come on. That was the teenager in her. Mm-hmm, <laughs> the, the, mm-hmm. dumb, the dumb move there. Um, but yeah. So they find the bodies. And it's so funny because, like, uh, the contractor, his name is Adam, and he just is like, well, you know, we don't got to tell anyone about this. And and he basically just wants to hook up with uh, the one dad. But then, like, you know, he gets killed. I don't know. It's just like. It's. (laughs) Okay. (sighs) (laughs) When they find the bodies, it is the two dads, him, and a third, and and another guy. Oh, yeah. And the other dude. Yeah. Okay. The other guy's like, oh my god, and then yeah, Adam like, turns around shit, and, like, brains him. Yep, kills him, nope. he's like, alright, listen, we're gonna go get some lime, we're gonna put him in the wall, and, you know, da-da-da. Yep. And then I want, yep. like, free passes with both of you, yeah, yeah, he wants to screw around with both of them. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, god, And then yeah. Rubber Man gets him, so. And then Rubber Man pops up, and he's like, nope. <laughs> it's so fucking, like, oh my god, it's just... It's like, it, it's just, ah, oh, there's just, like, no chance to tell any other story, you know? Like, it's just, it's all about Scarlet, ultimately, which is fine. But it's like, don't even try to pretend you're going to tell a story with the dads. You're not. Like, they're set dressing. So, mm-hmm. it's just, oh, God, it's so, like, just the same old, same old when it comes to the whole, like, oh, and then he kills that guy. And then, oh, then that guy gets stuck. And then, oh, rubber band then- shows up. It's just, oh. But I feel like it's a lot more forgivable considering the format of this and how many episodes we have, you know? Sure, sure. But I don't know. I, I'm always just kind of like, I, I feel like, I feel like it would have been fine if, if I can use another Ryan Murphy property, if the, if the dads were about around about as much as the, like most of the parents in Glee, like you could just show them like, Oh, her dad's Matt Bomber. Her dad's, you know, Gavin Creel. That's cool. And then, you know, just follow Scarlet on her little misadventure. Cause I mean, they don't get to do anything different or interesting. It's just so, like, ah, then they did. So, like, ah, I don't know. Like, and I know, but see, that's the thing is it's, like, when you tell the Murder House way of, like, telling the story, right, like, the rules of Murder House in this condensed format, it feels, like, so, I don't know, you get nothing out of it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, there's no chance for anything else. So they shouldn't have tried to do Murder House stories with this format, I guess is what I'm ultimately saying. Well, they they go in expecting that you already know the rules, honestly. Yeah, and I know that that's part of it. They're like, oh, this is supposed to be fun for, for Rubber Man to show up and murder these people. Mm-hmm. And, like, everyone's stuck in the house. And, you know, oh, there's more and more ghosts. Because, again, they don't like, have time to, like, boring. rehash everything. That's true. That's true. And yeah, obviously we do. We know the rules. We, you know, we, we're quite aware and like the audience is quite aware. But yeah, it's just like, ugh, it's the worst. Because yeah, then that's that's when the dad's like, go, oh shit. And they try to leave. And then they, it's the old like, guess what, bitch? Mm-hmm, You're already mm-hmm. dead thing. So because we find out that um, Ruby did that to try to get Scarlet to stay with her. And Ruby sucks. And, like, yeah. Can I just have, like, a t-shirt that says Ruby sucks while we do this? (laughs) It's um, no different than shit that fucking Tate pulled in season one. Okay, so then that's why it becomes kind of interesting, right? Mm -hmm. Is 
they're telling a very much the same story, but they're doing it with these two women instead of like a Tate and Violet situation. And the internet lost its fucking mind over that. Um, they, 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 they get so mad at, at those two characters. They're like, they're not Tate and Violet. They never will be Tate and Violet. <laughs> like I've seen, I've seen some people on like Reddit and stuff lose their fucking minds <laughs> for how much they hate this, these two. Um, it's more Which like Tate and Tate than Tate and Violet, you know what I mean? Because I think they both have, like, they're both very Tate-like characters. Oh, yeah, totally. And, and and it goes back to what we were saying about how a lot of this feels like a middle finger to the people who want to go back to Murder House. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. well, guess what? We are, and we're not going to do it the way you want, so, you know, like... Oh, man. Because it's so funny, right? When you have these characters and they're very much like, yeah, it's like a Tate and Tate thing, you know, that's for sure. And it's like, well, we hate them. And it's like, but you like Tate. Like, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's like, it's the old double standard showing its ugly head. And I think that that is actually kind of interesting. Um, Agree. Yeah. So, yeah, I find that part of it interesting for sure. And I love the Halloween shit. I love when they get to leave because that's, you know, it always opens the world up, obviously, literally and otherwise. So we see a Halloween and um, Scarlett and Ruby go on like their little date out of the house. But, oh, Maya and her friends get to leave, too. And they, you know, they, they want revenge on Scarlett for, you know, doing what they did to them. But they are basically unsuccessful as the night goes on. And it's great at dawn because everybody's just kind of like filing back in the house like, well, (laughs) like here we all are, I guess. And um, Scarlet decides that she's going to move out, but she's going to visit every Halloween. So that's cute. I like that. I I do like that. Mm -hmm. And they expand more on that in a different episode later. So that's fun. Um, But yeah. I, I do love the idea of, like you said, it's like a Tate and a Tate or like a Tate and a tight, like a Tate and a slight violet with, you know, her sad backstory and everything mm-hmm. and, you know, just her whole vibe. But like, yeah, it's great. It's like, oh, but you like this, right? Isn't this what you like? Like, I just, oh, I, I kind of like that part of it. I really do. Because we do also get to see what she does while she's not at Murder House anymore. Absolutely. And like the first thing she does is she goes out and fucking kills that horrible uncle or quotes of quote unquote uncle yeah 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 mm-hmm. the man that just like abused her and is like not even yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um and not only that but she does it in style yeah <laughs> scarlet has good clothes <laughs> like mm-hmm. scarlet looks like such a fucking badass when she leaves in the car and everything like mm-hmm. i was like all right this I, this i like this i like i so saying it's like i like the character of scarlet i think she's interesting and i like you know, obviously you have to set up the murder house stuff because that's where it takes place. But once they get to leave and stuff, you know, it opens it up and it's like, I do want to see this character out in the world. I would have liked to have seen more of that, mm-hmm. but that's okay. You know, cause like you said, it's just part of the format. So, yeah. And we'll get back to the, them like at the last episode of the season, which will, <laughs> is an interesting episode. So yeah we'll get to that then um trying to think any other comments on rubber woman i don't think so i just really wanted to make sure i i mentioned the double standard of like oh i completely agree with you (laughs) oh it's not cool when it's this huh yeah yeah so god forbid it be a woman god forbid it be a couple of ladies yeah 
All right. Um, the third episode, we finally break away and we get completely new territory here. Finally, yes. And that episode is called Drive-In. And it centers around this group of teenagers. And they're going to go to a drive-in screaming of a forbidden film named Rabbit, Rabbit. Now, the idea of, like, this, like, film that makes people go crazy is not, is not a new thing. Uh, there was, like, a whole podcast. Um, what the hell was it called? I think it was called The Last Movie or whatever from, like, years ago that I listened to. So when I first heard the concept of this episode, I was like, well, it's just like that. <laughs> so, like, the, it gets banned. People aren't supposed to see it. But, oh, a copy is coming out to be screened. And everyone thinks it's just, like, you know, a big urban legend or whatever. And, like, the whole thing is pretty much, like... Horny on Maine for all of these teenagers. They're all just going to go fuck in the cars <laughs> while the movie's yep. playing. And yep. the movie starts and, you know, people start going crazy and start killing each other. And we're pretty much stuck with um, the main two teenagers as they are trying to figure out what's happening and survive and destroy the copy of the film. And then they go seek out the director of the film who ends up being played by John Carroll Lynch. And they end up killing him. And then we get a nice little twist at the end where Rabbit Rabbit was just released on Netflix. And we get to get the little peek out the window as we see the city burning outside. So (laughs) it's like, it's a neat concept and it's perfect for a one and done. Mm -hmm. Um, The main problem is, though, is that all of these teenagers have the chemistry of a wet paper. Yeah. (laughs) They are all terrible. (laughs) They're all real bad. And I don't care about any of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, they're so underwritten. I'm just like, okay. Like, anytime, like, one of them dies or whatever, it's just like, I don't care about your struggle. <laughs> like, you're a nothing character. Especially because, like, the first half of the episode's all like, eh, we're gonna go fuck. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. The, like... There's this thing, and, like, you see it in Ryan Murphy's stuff, and you see it a lot, actually, in TV now, where, like, when we were growing up, the way that they would present, like, a gay male character, especially, like, a young gay male character, was they were damn near, like, asexual, Mm -hmm. you know? It's, like, that wasn't part of it at all. It was just, you know, campy fun and, you know, a total stereotype parody. Now it's swung too hard the other way. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And you see these, like, insanely hypersexualized teenage boys who um, who are queer, and it's just, oh my god, it's it's a lot. Like, it's like, there's, we, we swung too hard the other way. We need to find the middle. That character was, he was not a person. He was literally just like, I don't know, the concept of, like, being horny. Like, yeah. it's just mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Like, literally, I was like, I, I don't remember any of their names. I don't care. Like, the only decent part of the episode was when John Carroll Lynch showed up and was like, here, let an actor do this. <laughs> like, yeah, that was cool. His character was cool, but uh, it was just kind of like, meh. <laughs> I thought the, like, end twist was kind of fun. I did, too. I liked that. It was like, haha, nothing you did mattered. It's on Netflix. Everyone's going to watch it. You're fucked. Yeah. Um, yeah. Other than that, though... Oh, and they got to do their favorite thing, which is to um, cast people to play people from history so that they can mess with it. Mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. They had Tipper Gore. They had a Tipper Gore. Yeah. So, yeah. 
which we see more of in the second uh, half of American Horror Story Double Feature, but we're not talking about that yet. <laughs> we're not, but it's it's a lot better than Red Tide, so prepare for us to not be super negative mm-hmm. for an hour. Well, we got one episode left, so fingers crossed. <laughs> I know, but like, I, I feel like I feel like pretty okay about yeah. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that'll be the next episode, though. So stay tuned. Yes. Yes. I'm I'm excited to see how they're gonna end it. Like, yeah. And dare I say, if anything connects, but again, we'll talk about that later. I don't think it's gonna. I don't think it's gonna. And I'm gonna laugh. I'm gonna laugh until I die. Yeah. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. they would really have to do some acrobatics at this point to do that. Like, yeah. Yeah. Unless it's the thing you said, in which I swear to God, I will, I will, I will be very unhappy. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. So, shall we move on to the next episode? Yeah, go forward. Uh, one of my favorites of of the American Horror Stories. Mm-hmm. This gave me everything I wanted. This was the exact opposite of um, Drive-In yeah. for me. Um, so, the next episode is called The Naughty List. And in it, we see these four uh, uh, social media influencers. Um living in a content house. um, (laughs) These concepts. um, This this is a real thing in the real world. And um, they have a YouTube channel together. And it's called The Bro House. And I love that. And they just, you know, go around pulling sub jackass level stunts. And um, basically just trying to, you know keep their clout growing, keep their, you know, their fucking subscriber count up because that's the struggle, right? Is you always have to be on when you're, when you're people like that. And so they really like take that concept and go with it. Um, one day the bros, um, end up screwing around and they are trying to, I think they're trying to film something else, right? No, they're waiting to see if anyone's going to do it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, they um they end up getting a video of a guy jumping off of a bridge like killing himself it's the paul brothers thing <laughs> like mm-hmm. who who was it was it jake or logan uh the suicide, the suicide forest, forest? forest it was logan it was logan mm-hmm. mm. <laughs> yeah so they're doing that um because they basically, they they film the guy killing himself, and they post it, and their popularity absolutely plummets. They lose subscribers, they start losing sponsorship. It's like the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. It's all falling apart. And this is all these people, like, have. This is what they've based everything on. So... If they can't keep this up, they're not going to have the money to pr- support this lifestyle. It's like a it's like a mini remake of like an entourage almost in a way because that's what entourage would look like now. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, it, everything's just falling apart for these guys and so they're like, "Holy shit, what are we going to do? We have to get our subscriber count back up." Um so I don't even remember how it comes about, but they decide, "Hey, what if we start posting videos where we're just like really queer baiting and we're just like making it look like we're super gay, but we're super not. Um, the internet loves that. The internet loves guys who act gay. I was like, Oh, I, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing there. <laughs> and you're right. But um, yeah, 
So they start posting these, like, really, like, oh, God, these fucking videos, um, where they're just, like, doing stuff, and they're just being really, like, wink nod about it the whole time, and they're just like, well, okay, this isn't really working. So they end up, um, were they just, like, at the mall? You can tell I haven't watched this in a while. Yeah, they were, like, like they were there to film some kind of prank there. video. Yeah, because they're like, let's go back to what, you know, started this all. Let's just, let's just film, like our prank videos we were having like a good fun time and you know it wasn't so like negative or whatever and so they end up at the mall and it's christmas time and so they end up at like there's a santa's village set up at this giant mall it's probably like one of the big malls in la um maybe like the galleria or something but um so they end up filming this prank video at Santa's Village, and it's real like, oh, geez, it's really, like, not great. And um, on Christmas Eve, they upload the video. And uh, basically at this point on, um, the mall Santa shows up and just starts killing everybody. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's, it's great. Um, it is like a little mini slasher movie in one hour. And what works about this compared to, like, Drive-In is all of the bros have personalities and are played by actors with charisma. Mm-hmm. So, like, you actually give half a shit when they die, even though they're bad people. Like, um, so that's the thing is, it's like, if you want a successful, like, slasher thing, you have to kind of establish who the characters are. And you have to make us, if not, like, care for them, you have to make us be like, okay, that's why they're doing this. They have to have some sort of motivation you can understand. And so, yeah, Santa descends on the house, and he just straight murders, like, all of them. Yep. <laughs> and, and it's fun, because you get to do, like, the fun deaths thing, too, because it's Christmas, and I love Christmas-themed horror. You know, somebody's hanging in Christmas lights, and it's, like, you know, all, all that shit. And, um, yeah. And um, the fun thing is, is that um, I think all of the, the bros are played by new people who have been in other things. So it's like, hey, that's actually kind of like a fun who's who of people, mm-hmm. including um, Kevin McHale, who was on Glee. Yep. Um, so this is fun for him. Uh, Charles Melton, who was on Riverdale, I believe. Um, uh, Dylan Burnside, I think, was on Pose. And um, I don't know what Nico Greetham did before, but he's on the new season. He's on the second half of this season 10. Yep. And I really like him on there. I think he's, I think the kid's got a lot of charm. So, um, yeah, it's just, you know, they, they try to escape the house and they all fucking die. And, um, and uh, the bro house starts reaching, like, their 5 million subscribers as Santa, quote, quote, pours gasoline down the chimney and sets the bro house on fire. <laughs> and uh, on Christmas Day, the cops find the boys' uh, body parts on a Christmas tree. <laughs> and uh, Killer Santa goes to murder again. And it's funny because we've had a Killer Santa on the main American Horror Story, but this is a totally different one. This is Danny Trejo, mm-hmm. not Ian McShane. So, yeah. It's just a, a fun, nasty little slasher movie in an hour. And I really enjoyed it because I liked, the, I felt the characters were real people. So... Yeah, I like the reveal later with the police being like, oh yeah, we found the Santa that was supposed to be at the mall. Oh god, yeah. Because this is his, this Oops. guy's thing to go be Santa and then like kill people later on. Well, he has to punish the naughty people. Yep. They were naughty, Rachel. Mm-hmm. You can't say they mm-hmm. weren't. So they gotta they gotta pay. Yep. <laughs> they, they were ruining the Christmas magic for people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Because they were being absolute fuckos at the Santa's They village, were, like, sexually so. harassing the one elf girl and, like... 
yep. Yeah. Yeah. Fully just trying to ruin it for the kids and like, yeah. yep. Mm-hmm. So you're like, yeah, kill him when it happens because that's like that's the vibe. Get him, Danny so. Trejo. Get him. <laughs> get him. Get him, machete. Yeah, exactly. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, it's like it, it's so great because it literally is the opposite of drive-in. It's like this is what happens when you cast characters and actors or like write characters well and cast actors who are like you know <laughs> able to do something. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah, it's a fun episode. It could be in your little Christmas horror little mini watch thing or whatever. So I fully am, am considering like throwing it on at Christmas. Yeah, it was a real hoot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I was like, ah, this is what I'm talking about. This is what I want from American Horror Stories. This was perfect for me. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But why don't you uh, tell us about the episode that uh, is in my top two for sure? But it's your your number one. Yeah, yes. I think this one's my favorite. Yeah. It's um episode five ball. And it revolves around a couple and, you know, they keep trying to get pregnant and it keeps failing. And the receptionist at the clinic gives her a fertility totem and she puts it under the bed and lo and behold, oop, they have a baby. And we don't get to watch her whole like pregnancy because it goes to like 16 months later. She has a kid. She's suffering from postpartum depression and she starts seeing visions of like a demon haunting her child. She even finds the totem and it looks different than what the woman had given her. And she's like, okay. So she goes back to find the receptionist again and she does a whole banishment ritual and she accidentally stabs her husband and is put committed to an asylum. And then we get a reveal that the whole fucking thing was a big old gaslighting journey where <laughs> Matt was trying to get divorced because she's rich the main girl he was he like celebrating with his friends it was a big production to make her go crazy so he could get all the cash he doesn't give a shit about the baby either and then we get another like double reveal of like oh guess what the demon is real and ends up like pretty much killing everyone there except for matt (laughs) yay and the husband (laughs) is sent to prison and we find out that the banishment ritual was actually a summoning ritual for the demon (laughs) Little did the the girl who was working with him know. And she's all like, I want another baby, baby. And she gets into bed with uh, the demon. Love that. Yeah. Love that for her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the main character is paid, is played by Billy Lord. Yes. Yeah, so. Who really, I think, knocks it out of the park in that episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's great. I like the, like, um, the, the double, like, oh, my God. <laughs> Oh my god. I know. Like, I was so just like, okay, this is like a Rosemary's baby kind of thing. Or like, you know what I mean? I was so just like, I know what's happening here. And then they're like, no, you don't, you dumbass. And I was like, okay, okay, you've got my attention. Because yeah, even though it was about pregnancy and stuff, it really wasn't about the baby at all. It was more like them trying to gaslight this woman. Right, right, right. You know, yeah. Yeah, once you once you do the pullback that it was it was him and his friends, and they're just like, "Ha, ah, fuck her!" I'm like, "Whoa, okay, okay." And then you know the 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 more reveal, like, "No, that was the real ass demon. You don't fuck with that shit." And it was like, "Yeah, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. kill them all." <laughs> Apparently, my favorite episodes are kill them all episodes. Yeah, mm-hmm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. yep, revenge. Yeah, so. Yeah. And yeah, I just I just love Billy Lord as being like, "All right, <laughs> I want another baby." Strap in, demon. <laughs> Come on in, baby. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, 
Lovely. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, that one was great. That one was great because it really made you, like, you, you thought you knew, but you didn't. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <sighs> See, it's so funny. It's like, I feel like these uh, kind of go in, like, a similar, like, a back and forth pattern almost, the way that the episodes lay out. Right? Because it's like, you start off with, you know, yeah, the murder house shenanigans, but then you go to, like, um, drive-in, and it's like, oh, okay, so this is very, like, oh, yeah, it's a real thing, and everyone's going crazy, and everyone's dying. Like, it's very, like, you know, there's no twist, right? Mm-hmm. And then you have, like, the opposite in, in you know, in terms of, like, how they tell the story with the, like, the bro house one with, with the naughty list, and... and then you go into ball, which is, like, a little bit deeper, and it's like, you think you know exactly where this is going, but you don't. Whereas I, I feel like this one, it's like, yeah, I know exactly where it's going. Uh, the next episode is called Feral. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it goes exactly where you think it's going to go. There's not really, I mean, if you're paying attention to like, you know, if you know anything about horror movies, you're like, yeah, of course that happened. So um, this one is about this family goes on a camping trip and their little boy disappears in the woods. And so... Um, several years later, a decade later, in fact, uh, his estranged father and, uh, he, he's, uh, or, you know, father and mother, they're totally, like, they're separated. The dad, like, never let it go. Um, and the dad is also played by Aaron, whose last name I can't say, um, from, um, from the, uh, Rubber Woman episode. Um, so... He gets approached by this guy named Bob, who's a hunter in the woods, and he claims that he has evidence that his kid Jacob is still alive, and that there was a chance that he was kidnapped by a drug cartel while he was out there. And the guy, Bob, hey, guess what? We're bringing it all around. We're connecting it. We're making this make sense. Mm-hmm. Is played by Blake Shields, who was Flint Gordon on Heroes. See? See? We weren't just doing this for no reason. No, <laughs> um, but no, this this was his actual first entry into the world, even though we talked about him being on Red Tide. This was his first um, episode in AHS land. Mm-hmm. We so. mentioned it, too, in the news. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, this was this was it. Um, so he's like, all right, so I'll take you. And uh, Jay ends up convincing uh, his estranged wife to go with. He's like, I'll take you into the woods and we're going to try to find him. So they go out there and um, basically they get attacked by these creatures while they're out there. And Bob's like, dude, this was a this was a scam. <laughs> like, I didn't I didn't I didn't know nothing about nothing. Your kid's probably fucking dead. Like, I was just trying to rob you because, you know, they had offered a reward. You know, they have money. So um, after um, Jay, that's the dad, gets wounded. And, uh, or after wounding Jay, sorry, he, um, Bob, like, you know, fucking wounds him. Um, he gets attacked and the creatures eat him and it's like, oh shit. So the parents are out in the woods and they end up at a park ranger station who is manned by another, um, AHS alum, uh, Cody Fern. Mm -hmm. We are Cody Fern fans on this podcast, I dare say. Um, Mm -hmm. so he is the, uh, he's the park ranger, and he's Australian, and the internet can just shut the fuck up, because he is Australian. That's his voice. He's very insecure so about it. He's very insecure about acting in his real voice. Don't be mean to him. <laughs> um, um, 
I felt so bad when I read that. That he's so insecure about acting in his actual accent. I was like, oh, you poor thing. Oh my god, what a terrible Australian accent. That's his accent. What a terrible Australian accent. That's where he's from. You just don't know Australian accents. (laughs) Like, yeah. He shows up earlier um, in the episode, too. They cross paths with him before this again. He does, yeah. Um, so, yeah, his name is Stan. Park Ranger Stan, I would fully watch an entire episode about. He was the most interesting part of the episode. I could give a fuck about the parents. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. So, he tells them that basically the entire National Park Service was created by the government to protect the public from these, like, humanoid creatures. These, like, uh, they, they were people once, but maybe they're not anymore. Uh, very hills have eyes type stuff. And um, so they're just, yeah, they're feral people. And uh, the group gets attacked and Stan gets killed. Oh, rip Stan. You were cool. And um, they take Jay and Addie, the parents, and they take them to their leader, as it were. And the leader is, I mean, come on. Did you not fucking see this coming? Like, they totally took the kid. And now the kid is, like, with them. And he's, yeah, he's all he's all grown up and that he's, like, grown but he's all, like, really, like, I, I do like the character design of, like, how he looks. Because mm-hmm. he looks ten years older, but he still is, like, not, I don't know, normal looking because of how he grew up in the mm-hmm. woods. Like, he's just, he's, like, lanky, but, like, that's it. Um, So, yeah, so Jacob is, like, their leader, I guess, because, you know, he has, like, more intelligence than they do. <laughs> and so, um, even as a child, he did. And, uh... He appears to recognize them, and they're like, oh, Jacob, honey, we found you. And then uh, one of the creatures, in in a, in a different language, by the way, which they have subtitles for, which is wonderful, excellent little little uh, touch there. It's like, who are they? You seem to know them. And Jacob's like, well, they're dinner, obviously. Nom nom. <laughs> so, like, yeah, it, it goes how you think it's going to go, is what I'm saying. Like, it's like, yeah, he's, he's fucking, the minute you know that there are actually feral creatures in the woods, you're like, oh, yeah, he's with them. It's like, he's with them or he's dead. So, yeah. Yeah. And there'd be no twist if you were dead. Like, do you know what I mean? There'd be no, like, ending reveal, really. So it's like, yeah, ten years on, he's with them. Yeah. So, yeah, that's feral. It had bits and pieces of, like, a good story, but yeah, not. It was okay. It was okay. It wasn't, it wasn't drive-in. Yeah. Um, Like, again, I say Cody Fern's fucking great, and I will watch him in anything. Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm. Why are, why are we all sleeping on him so hard? <laughs> I demand to know. Unknown. Again, he was great in 84. I know, right? He has, everyone has such a boner for him in Apocalypse. And I'm like, why? It's all about 84. Like, he's great in that. Yeah. And he's really good on the new season. Yeah, so, but we'll get into that when we talk about that. <laughs> yep, yep. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to talk about that. Yeah. All right. Should we get to the last episode then? Oh, let's let's, right. let's see if you can make the, sense of the it. The last fucking episode can't. is titled Game Over. And I do like this episode a fair bit just because it is so fucking wild. And we go back to the <laughs> murder house, kind of. Uh, we get a great little intro sort of. of like this <laughs> couple going to the bed and breakfast. And yet yeah, it's not quite right because we're getting like all of the villains from the past season of American Horror Story suddenly are showing up there. And we get this pullback reveal that, oh, this is a video game that this mother is trying to make a video game about American Horror Story for her son to try to connect with him. And the, the kid is very unimpressed with the whole idea. He's like, you, you you don't get it. This isn't the way that it's supposed to be. Why is, like, um Twisty in Murder House, you know? And, like, Bloody Face, And right? Bloody Face, why are they all here? It doesn't make sense. You you, not, yeah. you don't understand why I like the show so much. And so 
we see her binge like the show again while the kid goes to go stay with his dad because they're divorced, obviously. And she eventually decides, you know what, in order to like really get the research I need, I have to go to the murder house. And she enters on Halloween night and, you know, we see Ruby and Scarlet reconnecting outside and she, she actually meets Ben Harmon. He is in this episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she's like, tell me everything about Murder House. And he, because she thinks that for some reason he is the actor. She thinks that, oh, it's Dylan McDermott. <laughs> that he's just here for like why shits not? and giggles. Shits and giggles, yep. And he's like, you gotta get out of here. And she is confronted by Ruby and Scarlet. All, hey, what are you doing here? And they kill her. And we fast forward a year later to the next Halloween. And she goes to find her son and is all like, you know, I'm at murder. This is what happened. I'm so sorry, baby. There's no escaping it. I'm just here to say, you know, goodbye. We can see each other, whatever. And the kid's like, you know what? I should, we could burn it down, see what happens. And she's all like, nah, that's okay. And um, he eventually does do it. He gets gas and he goes showing up. He shows up at Murder House. And there's a great, like, scene of the, the ghosts that want him to kill, to, like, burn the house down. And the ones that mm. don't. And it's pretty much like Ruby doesn't. <laughs> While all the rest of the ghosts are like, do it! Like, they're all, like, fighting her off. <laughs> Like, all the girls that were murdered by um, Scarlet are there, and they're all, like, holding her back while he's pouring gasoline. And, like, Ruby texts Scarlet, all, like, 911, like, something's happening, come stop this kid. <laughs> but she's too late. He gets the house on fire. We flash forward three years later. There are condos built on the spot where the house was. Scarlet buys one. And we see her... Reunite with Ruby, who stayed for her. And then we get a pullback and a reveal that, oh, the mother Michelle, she's still alive and well. And this is a video game. And her son's like, you finally got it, mom. This is great. Yeah. So it's a very blurred line here on <laughs> um, what's real. That, that is a very, what is happening that's a very in the story. Light, what is canon. That's a light way of putting it. <laughs> like, could you say this whole episode exists outside of the American <sighs> Horror Story canon looking in? I don't know because it doesn't make sense. It doesn't line up with its own rules. Like, like okay, I think, because I, I, I remember trying to talk to you about this on the day of. I feel like the opening yeah, is I'm the video game. About it. The kid's like, you don't get well, it, yeah, mom. Yeah, obviously. Yep. The mother then does the binge and reworks the game. And we're back into the game as soon as she decides to go into the house. Because he's like, there's no connection with these people. Because there's like this random two people. He's like, I don't feel anything for these people getting killed, too. So she kind of turns mm-hmm. the video game into the video game about her and her son. So then Ruby and Scarlet, though are not in American Horror Story. They're in American Horror Stories. You'd have to assume that they've seen American Horror Stories as well. Okay. So is that what we're saying then? Is that every single season of American Horror Story and all of the episodes of stories up to that point are the canon that she's working with? I would say yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because okay. there's also an argument to be made, maybe. <laughs> yeah, like maybe she's like behind, like are they're behind these, this new batch of episodes with them because we didn't see them before and and yet, you know, yeah. Yeah, it's just like I don't know. I, I just like I, I feel like it, it's it's 
it's certainly trying to do something, but I don't think it's successful at it. Um, because yeah, it just it doesn't. You're you're really forcing the audience to make just a lot of assumptions without any verification. It's like okay, so I'm assuming that this is all of a horror stories and horror story. And it's like, well, yeah, obviously. It was like, well, no, 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 not obviously. Like, you're not giving me any confirmation here that that's the case. And that this exists outside of stories. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like they could have told the story better. I feel like they're trying to do too much and do too many, like, cool twists and stuff. And in doing so, they they just sort of fail at the plot making sense. Like, like maybe there was, like, a scene in there that, like, made it a little more clear where a break was. But maybe they thought maybe, that was yeah. too like, clear. Yeah, like, I don't, I don't, uh... I don't hate it. I just, like, it doesn't make sense. So it bothers me. Um, but it was cool to see Ruby and Scarlet again and, like, have their little thing. Because I like them. I like them as a couple. I don't like... I don't like Ruby as a character on her own. But with Scarlet, I think she's interesting. Mm-hmm. Like, I like their thing. They have chemistry. I won't say they don't. Um, before... And, and Yeah. No, you're good. I was going to say, before the reveal... Of like, oh, this ending was in a video game. Like, it mm-hmm. made me laugh so hard while watching it because they were like, "We're gonna burn the house down. Try to have us make another episode about Burner House Flames." Oh, a thousand percent, it was very <laughs> that. It was like, "We're burning the house down. Fuck you and your love of this thing that has. It's just done. It's done. You need to accept that it's done." <laughs> because it was implied that all the spirits were released except for Ruby, but. But I forgot about the other thing that makes it more confusing is what you why also made you bad because at the end the mother and the son we see this ball roll across the floor. <laughs> yes, because it's like okay, so they do the the roll of the ball, which was a, a shout out to mm-hmm. Bo from season one, and it's like ugh, okay, you're just trying to M Night Shyamalan yourself into something, and you're just you're just throwing twists upon twists upon twists and they don't line up with the story and the rules that you've created. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Yeah, the bow thing was what had me. The bow thing was like, okay, okay. Nothing matters. Got yeah, I, for, I forgot about that <laughs> until the end. I was like, wait a minute, yeah, because it's like, what does that imply? Yeah, I was like, yeah. Because when you were saying all that stuff earlier, I was like, yeah, I guess that's fine. But then I was like, but why was I so angry? And then you said that. And I was like, oh, yeah. I remembered it then, <laughs> finally. I was like, aha. Are they still in a game? Is it like, ugh, yeah, I don't fucking know, man. Because we're looking at, like, the wiki summary and there's some things left out and then I'm, like, remembering after we're talking like that. I'm like, that's right. That's why yeah. it was, like... Plus, yeah. um, I really feel like it was a missed opportunity with um, Michelle thinking that it was just Dylan McDermott in Murder House to not ask him about his other work. Mm, that that would have been, really been funny. funny. What was it like working with Cameron Manheim on the practice for so many years? <laughs> oh because she never like, says like that the actor's great. name yeah but i yeah, know i know yeah, yeah. but you know yeah that was what she thought she thought it was mm-hmm, dylan mcdermott mm-hmm. so and they should have played with that more that would have been funny but yeah no you're right it was the ball roll the ball roll got me really mad because <laughs> i was like it doesn't make sense it doesn't follow its own rules so whatever go fuck me i guess <laughs> like yeah that was yeah. that was it yep I remember it now. Yeah, because they tried to they tried to do too much. They tried to be too <gasps> gasp inducing, and it's like okay, no, but if you're following a story, like you can't pull the wool over my eyes with your little like reveals and your shocks. Like, no, that doesn't make sense. Which is it? So, mm-hmm. is Murder House gone? Is it not gone? Are they still in the video game? Like, what the fuck is up? Like, yeah, I believe they've been renewed for a second season, haven't they? Or have 
They have, I, I, I think, yeah. So I'm interested to see what a whole other season firmly away from Murder House or God help us anything else could do. Because our favorite episodes are the ones that have nothing to do with the prior lore, really. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. is like, they gotta do something new and different. Yeah. Like, it'll be interesting to see if maybe they'll... If they do want to do ones that connect to other seasons, what other seasons are they gonna try to touchstone back to? God, I feel like they really shouldn't. I feel like they should just try to make this. I agree that I that they shouldn't, (laughs) but I believe that they are going to. I know, I know, but I can still, I can still look back a year from now or whatever and say, see, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. it was better that they don't. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Overall, though, like honestly, it gave us some cool stuff and uh, some interesting characters. Even though the storytelling was very hit and miss. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um. But yeah, that, that that's also the, sort of the anthology game, isn't it? Also, like the new Twilight Zone is like that, and Black Mirror is like that. They aren't they aren't always good. There's going to so. be episodes you don't like. Stinkaroos. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. The new Twilight Zone. That episode was eight. I, I can hate, say that but... very firmly. <laughs> what was that? The new Twilight Zone. That episode was eight. <laughs> Literally, the title eight. That was the worst of them all. You know what? I totally don't even remember. That's the octopus that one with Joel McHale. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, that one was not yeah. good. Sorry mm-hmm. about it. But they had so many really good ones. Yeah, so. I say that. That's why that was like the least. That was the worst. Yeah. The rest were all like good. <laughs> if, if people want to get their anthology fix, they should totally track down the new Twilight Zone. They're not making any more. So mm-hmm. I believe it's on Paramount Plus. Ugh, it is. It's also on the internet. Wee! Go, go get Paramount <laughs> Plus. Go watch that. Go watch Evil. Go watch Why Women Kill. Uh, watch Evil. Oh my fucking god, guys. Watch Evil. Says the woman who has not watched season so two great. yet. Shut <laughs> your mouth. I was waiting for it to all end, and it has now, so. I knew if I tried to week to week that I would lose my mind, so. I did. It was fine. It was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. <laughs> um. Yeah, so, you know, I feel like it's, and especially because it's their first season trying this, that, you know, they'll hopefully learn from it. Um, one of the fun things I think about this is that a lot of the, um, well, like, let's see. So like, yeah. So like the naughty list, the director and the writer at the time were totally like different for American horror story people. Mm-hmm. Um, Manny Cotto works on red tide. So I said at the time, um, and then ball, same thing. Yeah. So, whereas, you know, anything that like Murphy and Falchek are on, it's like, ugh, rubber woman, a game over. We get it. You're tired of murder house stands. Jesus mm-hmm, Christ. Mm-hmm, <laughs> like, I'm tired of coven stands, but you don't see me going to make a thing at the Robo Show Academy. Like, fuck. <laughs> like, I bet you will get a coven episode. I know. As soon as I, as soon as I was complaining about it earlier, I was like, ugh, they're going to take us back there. <laughs> Even though I think that they, uh. it would be better to do like an asylum one-off. We all know it. We all fucking know it. <laughs> why are we? Why are we? Why are we playing around when the best season is right there <laughs> with lots to draw from? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. You can't tell me it wouldn't <sighs> be wild to do like a what would essentially be like a Roanoke and Asylum combo. That would be so amazing. Like, I was just thinking about that when you said Asylum. I was like, yeah, what about all the many years it continued to operate? Like, when fucking Lana went back and did her little expose Mm -hmm. or whatever. And uh, her little exploitation job. Yeah. And found Jude. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're telling me you can't tell a story there for an hour? You're a liar. 
Yep, yep, yep. You're a liar. <laughs> well, we'll see. That'll probably be next summer if production stays going as it is. Yeah, probably. Yeah. We'll see because now they know for but, sure um... they're on just uh, Hulu if they make it spicier. Yes. <laughs> because you'll you'll see. You have not watched Evil yet, but uh, I think there's a difference between after they realize, oh, we're just going to be on Paramount Plus and when they thought they were still filming to be on CBS. Oh, I'm I'm positive that that occurred, and good for yeah, them. So. so I'm excited because mm-hmm. a show like that really deserves it. It really deserves the the full mm-hmm, oomph. Mm-hmm. So CBS did get them let pretty far though. Let them get pretty far, considering. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, yeah, American Horror Stories. There's uh, there's there's good. There's bad. There's too much Murder House. <laughs> it's um, yeah. We're almost done with Spooky Season. We've got one more. Almost done with Spooky American season. Horror Story app, which we've been talking about kind of throughout the episode, which is us going to be discussing uh, Death Valley. <laughs> yeah, because season ten of American Horror Story is billed as double feature, and so they're telling two stories in the season, and. So far, there there's only four episodes in the second half, which, you know, I'm going to argue might be the perfect amount, depending on the finale. Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, so, uh, so far it's been uh, pretty damn enjoyable, I yeah. have to say. Mm-hmm. Ugh, it's not Red Tide. It's not, like, like, oh, do you know how much I looked at my phone during Red Tide? A yeah. Lot. yeah. <laughs> like, just like, oh, that's still happening? Okay. Whereas this, I've actually been, like, really into it. Like, yeah, what's going on? But we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that yeah, next time. Yeah, it'll be next time. And then I swear to God, guys, we'll go back to Heroes. Promise. <laughs> we are. We are. We are. It's just, it, this is like, not only was it fun and different for us to talk about a different thing, but we're really vamping because I really want to try to have the Heroes episode Thanksgiving. Yes. Thanksgiving. <laughs> That's like my, it's a big goal of mine. And it has been for a while. So, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> we're stretching. We're yeah. vamping. But it's okay. Um, yeah. So, are, are we about ready to, to shut it all down? Yeah, go for it. Cool. Um, are we doing socials on this? We don't really do socials on no, this. No, we don't do socials. We're just like, bye! Okay, alright. <laughs> well, thanks for joining us, everyone. Um, uh, tune in next time for our final installment of our Spooky Season American Horror Story episodes. Um, yeah, we'll, we'll be talking about Heroes again soon. Trust trust and believe that we will, because the, the best stuff some of the best, most interesting stuff is yet to come. And it's a, stuff that a lot of people didn't watch because they gave up on it by then. So, yeah. Sucks for them. Sucks to suck. All right. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. <laughs>